You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. Wow. So you're telling me that Tom Brady's probably no longer the MVP after being shut out for the first time since 2006, Sammy? Is it 2006? 2006, man. 2006. That was a long 255 games, I think it was. Oh, yeah. And do you know who? Let's see if you can figure that out. Do you know who the head coach that shut him out was? I don't know, but I know it's the Dolphins. Was it, it was Nick, Nick Saban or something? It was Nick Saban. Look at me. Look at me. Before you even said it, actually, all who I was knew the, was against the Dolphins. So I assumed it was Nick Saban. Who was the quarterback? I can't. I yeah, heard it the other day. I forgot who it was. I, I heard it the other day. I was like, damn, that guy was actually played a game and won it. It was like a really you know why I didn't, quarterback. You know why I don't know and didn't care who the quarterback was? Because it really has nothing to do with Tom Brady not scoring. Technically, the coach no, it, was more. It, it, Oh, totally. But no, it was like I, when I heard the quarterback, I was like, damn, that guy was in the league. Like it was kind of one of those guys. I have no idea who it was. But Tom Brady shut out. Uh, it's a weird fucking year, dude. This And I told you on our Seattle Sports Podcast this week, we have the lowest. And I know people are going to be like, well, there was games moved. Doesn't matter. At minimum of 10 games, the lowest amount of touchdowns in an NFL Sunday. It was 39, I believe. So there was since since oh sorry since twenty seven years ago, um, so I mean we're talking the least amount of action since freaking uh, you know twenty something years since like I was born almost, and Tom Brady's one of those shut out. The Saints have been his kryptonite recently, except for in the playoffs, of course. Somehow in the playoffs he was like, all right, fine, I'll do it now. Yeah, he's like, I I got you now. Don't worry about. Yep, no, it is really really weird and. Um... I don't think uh, we'll get to him on the Kings list, but he's definitely not a stooge, right, Sam? Oh, I'm you joking. Asked that. <laughs> it's like, what? what kind of joke it's, is that? I don't know. It's just like, a joke. <laughs> he's definitely not a stooge, obviously. I thought you were going to say, like, he might not be a king anymore. No, he's still a disgust. king. I, I, give well, the, I, I think so, at least. We'll get to that on the Kings list. I think well, the Kings list this week is really easy. One of the easiest we've ever had. I mean, it's pretty clear that Aaron Rodgers makes no moves on that Kings None. list. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is now the MVP of the NFL again, back-to-back right. seasons. Um, unless he does what Tom Brady did this week in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, which Tom is possible. Brady basically lost his MVP and handed it back to Aaron Rodgers, who outside of week one has been, what, perfect? Yeah, outside week one and missing games due to not being vaccinated been perfect. Yeah, but you know that that's a, that's anybody this year that's happened. Yeah, yeah no, totally, oh, totally, totally. It's just I wonder, like you know, that if he tests positive for COVID going into like the Super Bowl, that that's getting me swept under the rug a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean they've already done this in baseball. If Tom Brady tests positive, he'd be swept under the rug too. Totally. Um, if anybody, there's not a single major name that would have, they would not let it slip by for a big game, which is, you know, just how money, how life, 
sports, money, life, sports, yeah. work. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, but the the problem is, is the media going to want to give it to Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't know if they want to, but sometimes they you kind of just have to, right? I mean, he's been so damn good. They're not just going to not give it to him. I think they have to give it to him. It's one of those like, well, you've been the best player. I guess Patrick Mahomes is starting to creep back up there. You can make a case for him, but I don't I don't think a very good case, to be perfectly honest. Hell no. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. The only player that I think, you know, I think if it ends up being Aaron Rodgers versus other I genuinely believe I could see writers, whoever votes, whatever. I could see it being Jonathan Taylor if the Colts went out. Just because mm-hmm. you know how media works. They hate that Aaron Rodgers won't take the vaccine, and they hate that he's who he is right now, right? Oh, totally. They would love to not give it to Aaron Rodgers and give it to a running back, which hasn't happened, what, since Adrian Peterson, I think, 2007? Something yep. like that? He was the last one. So – don't you couldn't you see the NFL just being like, okay, we're not Aaron won it last year. He's also, you know, the anti-vax guy, and the NFL doesn't like that. And then it's like, oh, and Jonathan Taylor, you know, it's fun. It's a running back, the Colts, Carson Wentz comeback story. You know, this team is just the surprise team. I could definitely see it happening. I can um, see it happening too. And you know, I think it'd be cool if Jonathan Taylor won an MVP. Which, by the way, Jonathan Taylor is a guy that I've always I never I think me and you talked about this before is like we didn't understand why because running backs were so undervalued for a couple of years there. Remember like out of Wisconsin, like why is he not going like top 10 in the draft? Like what's like- yeah. Cause people undervalued them so much, but I don't think he'll win the MVP. I think that for some reason there's such a bias towards, you have to give it to a quarterback that I think he'll win the offensive player of a year award, which is like kind of saying like, Hey, you should have been an MVP. Yeah. Somebody explained that one to me. Right. Like, no, it makes zero sense. Uh, look, I, tr- I sometimes I'm like, you know, what, I'm not going to make try to make sense of everything. I'm just going to go if it makes no sense. Yeah, because I, I just think it's so funny how that happens. Like best MVP, this person, offensive player of the year, a different person. Well, and the MVP was also I'm like, wait a second, the MVP is also on offense. How does this work? It, it, it literally doesn't work. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. I'm trying to look up the odds as of five hours ago. I'm assuming he's probably second in the odds. Who? No, Jonathan Taylor? Third. Taylor's third? It's right now. I'm going to give you the top five-ish here. It's Aaron Rodgers, plus 125. Tom Brady, plus 200. And then it's a drop-off to 750 in the thousands. Jonathan Taylor, Matt Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Cooper Cup. And my one comment would be is, how is Josh Allen still in, like, the top five? (laughs) Because there's no one really there uh, to. Uh, there's literally no one there. That's true. They put a fucking receiver there. Right? Exactly. There's no one. Oh man, well, uh, it's a weird year. Weird, weird, weird year. Um, should we get to the Stooges? Let's do it. All right. Um, I think this week is pretty simple. You tell me if you if there's anyone here you think I'm uh, missing, but I, I I think it's pretty straightforward. Trevor Lawrence, he's been goddamn awful. Um, Cam Newton, he's been goddamn awful. And I wanted to, because he's going to be the starter of the rest of the season. He started now three weeks in a row, I think. Mike Lennon, he's been goddamn awful. I feel bad for Mike Lennon. He doesn't deserve to be on this list. This guy's, this guy's just, he's only starting because uh, Jones. Yeah, but he's starting. Who's worse? 
Mike Lennon or, or Zach Wilson? I mean, God, Mike Lennon went 13 for 24, 99 yards and three interceptions. I don't know how uh, Mr. Zach Wilson did, who wasn't much good, much better, I don't think, either. But at least he – yeah, he wasn't much better either, but he didn't throw any interceptions. One of them had a 10 QBR. The other had an 8 QBR. Which Wilson one had, had 10? It. Zach Wilson. All right, he might be better. <laughs> the two worst QBRs I've ever heard in my life. There's a lot of. I'm looking at like every other team. There's no, there's no other like really atrocious quarterbacks. No, um, Cam Newton put up a nice little 15 QBR. These QBRs are absolutely uh, unbelievably bad. Let's see how uh, Trevor Lawrence's QBR, which he's he's going to be on there. Twenty two. Wow, he doubled the rest of those guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just the worst quarterback I've no, no. ever seen. Dude, the he guy is the worst him. starting quarterback by far in the NFL, which is kind of sad because he was like the hottest prospect in twenty years. Which doesn't mean he's going to be bad, but you know, it just kind of sucks. Like it sucks. You, you sometimes see guys, you know, whether it's number one in the NBA draft or number one in the NFL draft, like. You just want to see them come out and be really fun and exciting. Like Kyler Murray, whether or not he was perfect, was really exciting, right? Super and even exciting. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Baker Mayfield didn't even start from the beginning of the year and what still broke Peyton Manning's rookie Touchdown. record for touchdowns. Yeah. And I thought and Trevor Lawrence start. I thought Trevor Lawrence would do that this year. I mean, they were gonna give him every opportunity to enter 17 games. He it is nine touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Yeah, no, no, it's horrid. <laughs> I think the record was Baker Mayfield had 34 touchdowns rookie year. He didn't start every game, right? He started after week two or three. Yeah. Like, I genuinely thought Trevor Lawrence could easily beat a record like that. And he's, he's looking like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Well, I thought it was 17 games, especially, right? Like he was going to, and his, re- the record was uh, Baker Mayfield 27 in 14 games, too. So, like, imagine 17 games. I thought someone would beat it this season, but the rookie quarterback seven. Man, you have to throw like a touchdown and a half per game. A game, that's it. yeah. Less. Man, that shows how hard it is for rookies in the NFL. If Baker Mayfield in 14 games broke the record of 27 touchdowns, you know how hard it is to throw touchdowns in the NFL? Like, we're talking about number one picks, like Trevor Lawrence. Like, can't even, he's not even at 10 yet. No, no, I know. It's it's unbelievable. Um, not an easy job. <laughs> so I think I think I I think we have it established, right? Like those are our three worst. But I do want to say one thing. Trevor Lawrence has been awful. Mike Lennon doesn't deserve it, but he's there. Cam Newton threw the worst interception I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I remember actually I, I paused the TV and rewinded. You were with me, all right? Remember yeah, I was it, like, wait, yes, wait, yes. wait, wait. I literally like I was walking around, I missed like the play kind of. I just saw the ball lobbing in the air. I remember I turned around. I was like, everybody in this room, stop what you're doing and just let me rewind this. And it was like, what, like a two mile per hour floating in the air straight to a defender? Yeah. I mean, I think if you took it like a free throw, like a granny shot, I think it would have hung in the air less. It, it literally, like it, it went, it didn't even go 10 feet up in the air, like towards it. Like a, I, I can't even, I can't even explain. It's like one of those you have to watch the video. If you haven't watched it, just type in like Cam Newton interception on Twitter or something. And yeah, this is all the interception of a day, so it's easy to find. Yeah, and it was, but it was just a lob to the defender. It was one of those where it's like, I watch, you know, this rarely happens because I'm not a good thrower of a football like at an NFL level. But as one of those where I watched, I think uh, people would be shocked oh, to know that. Oh, yeah. It's like, 
Oh, I can't believe how simply I would not have thrown that pick. Like how I know. easy it would have been for me not to throw that interception. Like I would not have, there wasn't even a, there was not a receiver in sight. It didn't even go more than like two miles per hour. It was a little floater to a defender standing there, almost like a punt return exactly. to go. And I was like, Cam Newton, you are a stooge. First you are a mind. stooge. Thank you, man. Thank you. Is he, is uh, he going to have a job moving forward next year? No, not even a backup. Because do you say that because you don't think he'll accept the backup or because he's not? No, I mean, don't you want your backup to be able to come in and throw the football? He can't throw the football. Like, they're literally, unless he's okay being the goal line guy who comes in and does like wildcat formation stuff, which he's really good at because he's almost unstoppable inside the five yard line. So if he accepts a role like that where he's like a almost like a Taysom Hill, but like not Taysom Hill. Then yeah, yeah I, I think or like go be the backup for the Ravens. Like they'll put you in at the five yard line so Lamar doesn't have to get hurt getting hit and run a ball up the middle. Like yeah, shit. something like yeah. that. He he could do, but he not as a quarter quarterback like yeah. a guy that you want to throw the football. Or when Lamar gets sick for one game next year because he's been sick once in every single season of his career somehow, <laughs> like the flu or the cold, then you can come in and run all the run plays for one game like what's his name Huntley's doing and then like exactly. cool that's your job and you'll be on a winning team exactly um one thing i do want to say though about Taysom hill real quick he did go 13 for 27 150 yards um no touchdowns no picks 26 qbr but he got mike glennon beat him out for the stooge spot but yeah just the problem with Taysom, Taysom hill is he's an athlete so he's doing some other stuff on the field yeah mike glennon's not <laughs> no 33 rushing yards for Taysom hill by the way I mean, they they beat the Bucks. They so beat the Bucks, kidding. yeah, with a whopping nine points. But yeah, no touchdowns. That's kind of crazy to think. If you told me the Bucks were going to lose to the Saints, I was assuming like, oh, Taysom Hill had a great game and just exactly. did some crazy shit. Instead, it was nine nothing, nine uh, to zero. Taysom's close though. You better watch out. If Trevor Lawrence has a good game, we're coming for you, Taysom, for the Stooges. Oh, yeah. We're just waiting one game. We're, me and Sammy are looking for any opportunity, literally. If that guy throws more than one pick in a in a game, you can guarantee. Yeah. This is the guarantee that he would be. This is Charles Barkley guarantee that he will be on the Stooges list. Absolutely. He. I mean, in my heart, he's in the Stooges list in my heart. He's not a quarterback, but sorry for those that like Taysom Hill. You'll, you'll know. This is a resident Taysom podcast. Exactly. Um, on to the Kings. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, I, I don't think it could get more simple than this. Last week we had a little debate between Mahomes and Herbert. I said I wanted to see Mahomes beat out Herbert for the spot. He did. I think Aaron Rodgers, we already established, is the MVP. He is. And I think Tom Brady gets a mulligan here. You get one bad week. He's still second in MVP odds, for God's sake. Yeah, see, I was like so ready to just be like, oh, let's have some fun with this and take off Tom Brady from the Kings list because, you know, like it's fun to switch it up sometimes. But when I saw he's still second in MVP odds too, I'm just like, well, unfortunately, that kind of writes the answer. But right. I, I mean, before we get to that, I do want to talk about Patrick Mahomes for a second because okay. it was trending for about three quarters of that game that I thought, okay, the Chargers are winning, and Justin Herbert's honestly better than Patrick Mahomes by far this year. But Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if this was his wake-up game, like the kind of like extra 
wake up game. He ended that game. I, I was playing against him in my fantasy football playoffs, and I was like, "Wow, I'm going to win fantasy." Patrick Mahomes has four points. He ended up with 39, like all basically from the second half. He went 31 for 47, 410 yards, and that's what we talked about last week. You were like, "Oh, he hasn't even had a 400 yard game." Three touchdowns, one pick. Nobody cares about the pick. He had 105 uh, passer rating, and I, yeah. I like he looked like in that second half, he looked like Patrick Mahomes. Like the he, one that were the the golden boy Patrick Mahomes, right? I think he literally was like, man, if I if I don't really come out here in the second half and do something well, Justin Herbert's going to replace me on Pod That's King's list and can't do that. So we he really inspired him. Yeah, we really inspired him to do really great things. So you can thank us if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. It's all about us. Yeah. Are so we sure? Weird. Are we sure we're keeping Tom Brady, or do we want to do a or? Do you want to put uh, the water boy to a thing of Iowa? Sick game winning streak. No, or, Jimmy, against... or Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, the one that lost to the five and nine Seahawks two weeks ago. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Outside of the five and nine Seahawks, um, the games he started this year, he's eight and three. <laughs> but the Seahawks are his kryptonite. I'm unbelievable. Lost to the five and nine. If you lost to the five and nine Seahawks, you're not allowed on the list. I was really making a joke about Tua. He's not a he's not a king. I know, and I, I, did and I was making mention. fun of Jimmy Garoppolo too because he's been but good. He's been okay. He lost to the five and nine Seahawks, but I, I still don't believe in the 49ers as much as you do. But I I trying to talk about the Dolphins for a second yeah. because Tua, they're on an amazing run. Everybody wanted to cancel Tua, which I was always like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like the guys like cancel culture, like man. Second. Yeah, like oh, it's time to move on. Like he's twenty three years old. Like just chill out. He came back and they're on a what six game winning streak now. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's even six. his coach tried to cancel him. He was healthy enough to play and started Jacoby Brissett. So I don't know if like he wasn't like doing something or he wasn't feeling good. But whatever has happened, he's been much much better. He's still like kind of like a little bit gimmicky in a weird way. Like two touchdowns, two picks. Like he's not perfect by any means, but he's definitely shown enough for me to say, hey, you got to give him a chance at least for a year to see what he has for a full season. Okay, well, I didn't get to my point yet. My point was, we have to consider, though, outside of Baltimore, the last four wins have been against the New York Jets, the Carolina Panthers, the New York Giants, and the New York Jets. Hey, so, you can only play it, who's in front of you, I guess. Is this team fluky, or is it just, do you think they're actually kind of good? Because they were good last year. Um, I think they're the good bad team, right? Like, they're not that good, but they're better than the bad teams, so they're going to kind of be, like, a little bit better than the bad teams. And kind of potentially sneak into the playoffs if you can just keep playing bad teams. Yeah, they're better than the bad teams. They play the Saints. They'll beat the Saints. Taysom Hill versus uh, versus Tua Tagovailoa. That's going to send the quarterback in back fifteen years. And then they play the Titans and Patriots. So they'll probably finish eight and nine or nine and eight, and be right either right in the playoffs or right outside of it. Probably right out. Unfortunately, right now that's what I think too. That AFC is tough. Um, I guess. Two or three things really quickly, just to wrap this up, because our Kings and Stooges was way too easy this week. Yep. Um, just, I guess, I was looking through the uh, look through standings and different things. It just made me want to talk about one or two things, um, including the Browns. Yep. Uh, a very seven and seven now puts you at the twelfth spot. You're still one game out technically, but there's a lot of tiebreakers that go on here um, and all that. But their, their season, that, in my opinion, is absolutely over because I saw 
there's remaining schedule. There's they, it's so tough with the at Packers, at Steelers, and Bengals. Yeah, but they can beat the Steelers and Bengals. I mean, like if they beat the Packers, they they literally could go zero and three or three and zero. Like it's they're they're not a you know they're not a bad football team. They're one game out of they basically have the same record as the Steelers. They're half a game out of the Steelers and one game out of the Bengals. So they're both pretty good football teams. My biggest thing is here. What I wanted to say was, I don't like that they did not try to get a first down against the Raiders. I totally agree. I don't know what that was. That was like, I think if their head coach was there, maybe this is an interim head coach not trying to make like a really power move um, and like be like, what are you doing there? And just played conventional. That was kind of my only takeaway from that. I, I That's what I think it was. You think he was just like, I'm not going to take this risk of like throwing the ball and messing up. Like, let's just run the ball three times, punt it. Maybe because maybe it's just like that conventional thing, right? Like he wanted to like, like he's not the head coach is reason there's a head coach and there's a coordinator. Like he probably just didn't know what did really. Yeah. If, if Kevin Stefanski was there, I don't care if it's Nick Mullins or who it is. There's no way in hell you're just running the ball three times and punting. Like that's how even, I feel. You're doing one rollout, one play that you're trying to get that first down. The Browns should have won that game. Um, and, or at least had another 50, 50 shot at winning that game. And they really just blew it. And almost blew their season away. And I, I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was so unfortunate for them too. I mean, they got their games kept getting moved. They didn't, their starting quarterback couldn't get out of protocol and their backup quarterback couldn't get out of protocol. And they ended up with their third string. Like that is an unfortunate time for Cleveland. That It's so Cleveland sports. It's something that we're going to like, out of marriage situation. Yeah, they, they, they just find themselves in unfortunate circumstances, and that's going to continue to be Cleveland. This God hates Cleveland. And the Seattle Mariners. So hopefully Oh, that too. We know that, Bo. <laughs> hopefully it changes. Well, we'll be back after the uh, Christmas break here. So I know a lot of people will be spending time with family, friends, whatever it is. Be safe out there as everybody's missing games for covid you can see that this uh it's crazy stuff happening everywhere i guess so yeah we're back to the the craziness yeah i hope like you know nfl players are going home some of them probably i don't know actually they're probably not there's probably a lot of coaches aren't gonna let their nobody travel or anything right this week like just i don't know it's crazy i just saw the eagles coach tested positive they literally played last night jesus so there there's something going on so Hopefully we continue to have a football season in NBA, NFL, because this is this is I'm like scared, George, of the thought of, okay, things might be canceled again. Yeah, I don't think anything will be canceled. I'll just say one thing on that. The NFL is changing their protocol starting next week to only test symptomatic players. So that's going to really reduce the amount of people getting tested instead of daily testing. And I think the NBA is about to follow suit because Adam Silver did come out yesterday and say that we're going to have to learn to live with it rather than uh cancel things i'm shocked that he said it i don't mind i know it personally, been, but i don't mind it because i think it is science backed i think science has now come and told us that we're gonna have to learn to live with it for probably ever yep so we can't we can't shut down everything ever all the time i guess <laughs> hopefully i'm just all i'm saying is I, I mean i'm not a scientist so that's not really my point my point is more just i hope that the leagues continue that's all I care Oh, me about. too. I hope nothing happens so. that shuts these leagues down because I saw that in 2020 and I really didn't like it. So Yeah, it wasn't just, fun. It wasn't fun. I just don't want it to happen again. 
But Merry Christmas, and we'll be back after the holidays. Um, I know a lot, like I said, a lot of people will be spending time with their family. Probably don't have too much time for a podcast. We kept them short this week, and uh, we'll be back. There'll be a lot of Christmas football, football on Sunday, and then you'll probably hear from us as always sometime between Monday through Wednesday next week. <laughs> Beautiful, my man. Well, much love, and uh, you know what we like to say at the Sports on Tap, George. We like to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Cheers to Sports. Cheers to Santa. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.